I, was, uh, I spent some time preparing for this this week, and I was struck again, actually, by what an incredible moment this is in the life of any church. I think we can go like, well, it's a dedication service, and we're going to get it done quickly at the beginning, and then I'm going to preach my sermon, and then we're going to do a time of ministry. But actually, today, this is the service. It is a moment where we take a moment to recognize what God has done in us as a church and then take the time to dedicate four young boys to the Lord. And uh, what does it mean? I mean, I suppose I've got three points. I'm not a Baptist, but I'm, but I'm trying. <laughs> well, I am a Baptist in a sense because we're dedicating and we believe in believer baptism, right? But... Um, Three points. I think there's three things or three aspects to a baby dedication. And the one is that the parents are dedicating the child to God in an acknowledgement that that child is a blessing from Him. Psalm 127.3 says, Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. This is an incredible passage of Scripture. And as much as we thank God for the, the gift of children and the... Oh, there we go. And the blessing of children. <laughs> thank you, team. Thank you, thank you. As much as it doesn't, it's fun. I don't have that many scriptures, it's fun. As much as we get together as parents, as a church, to thank God for blessing us with these children, there's also a commitment on behalf of the parents. To submit the child to the Lord's will and to raise them according to God's word and according to God's ways. Now that is a big commitment for any parent to make, but one that we should take seriously. Proverbs 22.6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Now parents, your job is to train up the child. And that will require some work. Along with the behavioral training, which we all love doing and which is necessary, there is training in the ways of the Lord. And this is why for me this moment is so holy, because we are, we are dedicating to train up these children as the next, or the future actually, of the church. And that should excite us that there's a lineage, there's a heritage that will go beyond this point into the next generation, the next, the next, the next. As long as the Lord tarries and until He returns, the kingdom of God will be advancing either by us or by Rory or Samuel or Benjamin or Luke. 2,000 years of the gospel will keep going for as long as God wills it. Or think of this one. Fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath. <laughs> Instead, bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Now, I have two daughters, so this scripture doesn't apply to me. <laughs> Fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, which means don't frustrate them. But instead, bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. And that is your mandate, mothers and fathers, is to bring your children up and to dedicate yourselves 
as well as them to the ways of the Lord. Now, it's all good and well to say, well, we'll do that, but how do we do that? Well, a very practical way is to teach them and train them in the Word. And uh, I wonder if my very able assistant, Sophie May, and and Rose, could take the Bibles and, and give them to the parents on behalf of the boys. We, no, yeah, let's do it. We thought it'd be good to give them their first Bible. Uh, maybe maybe make sure the names are right so the kids don't get the wrong Bible. <laughs> but this is, this is an important moment because it's their first... Scripture says that the, the Word of God is like a double-edged sword. And so they will read these words and this will be the sword in their hand as much as there's a sword of the Spirit in the armor of God. Now, I know that this won't be the first Bible that they read. I understand that there will be the picture Bible and then maybe going on to the Lloyd-Jones Young Kids Bible into what Sophie and I read, the Action Bible, highly recommended. But it's a reminder that this book is the basis for all instruction and training. Our job as parents is to teach our own love for the Word to our children. I remember someone telling me a story, and again, it's anecdotal, so I think it's probably true. But in uh, rabbinical times in Israel, the rabbis would put honey onto the boards that the kids studied the Torah on. So when they tasted it, they made the association between sweetness and the Word. And that is the association I would love our kids to have with the Bible. This is the Word of God. It is sweet to the taste. It is wonderful. I've just started reading Matthew with Sophie, and uh, we read the genealogy of Jesus in the beginning of Matthew 1. Well, I don't know if that was sweet or just very confusing. (laughs) There were names like Zadok, which you never know. Maybe we'll dedicate a Zadok one day, but... um, (laughs) I'm just putting it out there. I'd love to dedicate a Zadok one day. Maybe my grandchild will be called Zadok. Yeah. <laughs> so we're getting off topic here. So I pray that you will all have amazing times together in the Word as you teach your boys the incredible mysteries of the faith. It's a wonderful privilege. But I also think there's a community aspect to this dedication. As much as you as the parents are dedicating your babies to God and to training them up in the ways of God, I think there's a part that the community plays. As a church, we witness these parents making a commitment to raise their children in the ways of God, but we also make a commitment to walk alongside them, to walk a journey with these parents, but with all the parents in the church, to to walk alongside and to help them any way that we can. Now, I would encourage you, if you see a child needing some correction, to do it in love. Speak the truth in love. But there's a famous uh, saying, saying, it takes a village to raise a child. I think that's better said, it takes a church to raise a child. And so... We come alongside these parents and we encourage them and cheer them on as they raise the next generation of believers. I'm wrapping up, Hike, don't worry. (laughs) This really is a holy moment. 
And I, as I thought of this, I thought that many of us will run our race and go to be with Christ before we see the plans God has for the lives of these young men. And so we rejoice now that the faith that we hold to, which has held us, will also hold these young men firmly in its grasp. And lastly, a word to these young men on behalf of myself, the pastor, and the parents. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. And you have my commission to remind your children that this is what I said in this short sermon. Honor your father and mother. It says this, which is the first command with a promise. Remind them of that. Honor your father and mother, because this is the first command with a promise, that it may go well with you, and that you may have a long life on earth. Now, please don't use that as a... Um, <laughs> a threat. <laughs> and threaten your children with a short life if they don't listen to you. But encourage them with long life as they, dis as they listen to you and walk the paths of the faith. 